0: Our passage today is Hebrews 13:8. If you have a Bible or an app on your phone, you can turn there. Hebrews 13 verse 8. It's a short verse. And if you don't have a Bible, I'll have it on the screen for you here. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And if you can't tell, I'm super excited to be up here because I love this. And I know what's coming for you. Touch your neighbor. Say, get ready. Touch your neighbor. Come on. You got to touch your neighbor. Say, get ready, church. Get ready. You're going to have a great few minutes here as we open up the word. This is great. What a promise here. This short verse is just packed with power. It's packed with faith instilling insight. And maybe you're here today anxious, nervous, maybe you're prone to worry, maybe you're concerned about what today holds or what tomorrow holds, and if you're going through a tough time, a difficult time, if you're just overwhelmed by the changes of life, we got a passage for you this morning that's going to speak right to you. So with that, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and as I'm praying, pray with me, say, God, speak to me. In these next few minutes, speak to me from your word, all right? I'll pray. Heavenly Father, I pray right now over this this time we have, I pray you would move. I pray we would leave here impacted by this amazing truth, by this incredible insight that Jesus never changes. And may the unchanging God change us. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's people said. All God's people said. Can we give Jesus and all about him clap and a round of praise right now? Come on, somebody. Yes. I'm telling you. We clap for the bears. Let's clap for Jesus. Come on, somebody. All right. So I grew up, I was born in San Antonio, Texas. Anybody here from Texas. Texas is awesome. Really. I was born in San Antonio. I was a little boy. And my early childhood, like three, four, and five, was almost surreal. It was like living in an Andy Griffith episode. It's like living a Disney movie. I had, uh, I had this grandma. And if you're here, if you're a grandma or grandpa, you have the privilege of not having to be the authoritarian You can just spoil the grandkids, you know, but the parents, we have to kind of be both loving and firm, but grandparents can get away with a little bit more spoiling, and my grandma just took that and ran with it, and I was always overwhelmed by her love for me. She had this way of treating me that made me feel so special so loved. And she had this ranch about 200 acres. She had an in-ground pool. She had the Star Wars trilogy on VHS just ready for me to watch every time I came. She made this incredible fudge pie. She had crystal light always in the fridge for me. And um, I would go there. I would go to her ranch and I would dress up like a cowboy, climb trees, blaze trails, go on, climb mountains, And then afterwards, we would watch some movies. We would jump in the pool. I mean, I was living the dream. I was so happy, so content. I didn't want anything to change. You know, some kids can't wait to grow up. Uh, Some kids are just longing for better circumstances. When I was really little, I had amazing circumstances. I wasn't asking for anything to change. And then uh, change came. And change comes and often doesn't ask our permission, does it? And my dad comes to me when I was five. He came to me and my sisters, and he says, hey, guys, um, we're going to move up to Indiana, up to this place called Northwest Indiana. And I'm like, what's up there, Dad? And he said, well, it's really cold, and they're known for steel. So go figure. I'm I'm not too jacked about that. Not too excited, if I'm honest. I was thinking, wait a minute, Grandma, I I loved, loved, my grandma. Grandma's not there. Her in-ground pool's not there. Her fudge pie is not up there. It's steel. It's cold. They shovel the roads up there. I don't want to go. And if I could have articulated it, I could have told my dad, dad, you keep your change. I want to stay here with grandma. I want to stay here in the pool and just kind of live this Andy Griffith lifestyle. But I learned a valuable lesson when I was five, and all of us who are adults have learned this Things change, don't they? And we moved up here, and we were up here for a long time, doing our thing, all of us kind of going our way. And years down the road, I got a call. And on the other, le- other end of the phone, I was told, Grandma, who we call Mimi, um, Mimi's gone. She's passed away. Now, you got to understand, there's never been anybody in my life who's treated me the way my grandma treated me, or made me feel special the way she made me feel special. I was always just overwhelmed with her love and her kisses and her hugs. Grandma's gone. And I went back to Texas. We had a big group of people who were honoring her. And I sat at her funeral and I was reminded of a lesson that I had learned when I was five that things change. And sometimes change is really hard. Sometimes change comes at us, and we don't want it. I want nothing to do with change. I want to go back to those days of innocence, when life was sweet. I want to go back to my grandma's embrace, to that crystal light. I didn't want that change. Some change just rips your heart out, doesn't it? But change comes, whether we want it to or not. Some change is difficult. Some change, though, is welcome. Change by itself is not a bad word. Uh, change can be good. Change can be bad. Some change is welcome. Technology changes. And for that, we are thankful. Like I want to show you one of these on the picture here. You guys remember those? My grandma had one of those. You gotta, it takes like 10 minutes to make a phone call. Aren't we glad that things have changed? We don't even hardly have home lines anymore, landlines anymore. That's so much things have changed. What about this? A few years ago, if you had one of these, you were the cool kid. Now if you have one of these at school, they throw tomatoes at you and say, get out of here. Aren't we glad we have iPhones now, right? Androids now. Things change. Technology changes. Change isn't always bad. Trends change. Aren't you thankful that these are no longer in fashion? Come on, somebody. And if you do wear Crocs, please don't wear them with socks like that. But there was a time... Young children, there was a time when your parents fell prey to the styles of Croc Incorporated. And we wore those. I don't know why. What were we thinking? Who knows, right? But at one point, those were in fashion. Believe it or not. We were sold on how comfortable they were, how practical they were. But trends change, and for that we thank you. And what about this one? If you're a little older, you might know these. 90210 Mom Jeans. We can all rejoice. Look at the stone wash, the high rise. Come on, somebody. Look, and, and that was the coolest show in the day back when I was a little kid. So those were the cool kids wearing mom jeans. Now, uh, those things are meme-worthy, but at the time, that was in trend. People change. People change. I was at a marriage seminar once, and the guy was up here talking about marriage. He'd been married like 25 years. He said, I've been married 25 years, and my wife has been married to at least 10 different men, all of whom were him. But he's saying, over the 25 years, I had changed so much. And if you've been married for a while, you know, people change. If you have teenagers or young adult kids, you know, people change. Opinions change. Anybody ever change their opinion on anything? Right? When I was like 18, I knew everything. And now looking back, I have so many different opinions than I had when I was 18. Once life comes, it kind of hits you across the face. Once, ex- once experience comes, it can change your opinion. Opinions change. Friendships change. Maybe you've had a friend that was your friend in grade school, middle school, high school. You thought, we're always going to be together. Always be besties. Where are they now? Life comes. Divides come. Differences come. Friendships change our bodies change more aches more pains more weight school years change if you're a student here you're feeling the pain of this right now right school year has changed it's no longer summer no longer beach time now it's like everyday learning school things change school years change the economy changes anybody remember these you might remember this Did anyone have a Blockbuster card? I mean, most all of us at some point had one of these in our wallets or in our purse. On Friday nights, the line would back up to get the latest release. Where are these? Things have changed, right? Economy changes. Here's one that's really personal to me. This is one I'm still kind of bitter about. I need to put this at the altar and forgive here. I used to bank with Bank Calumet. Come on, somebody. Who knows Bank Calumet? Who's old enough to remember, right? I had my banker... I love this person, we had a great relationship, I had my branch, we had our way of doing things. I was just, I was young, but I had it all figured out. And then this first Midwest bank comes in, this giant corporation comes and rips out all the people that I knew and loved, and I was so frustrated. Shows what kind of privileged life I had, I was so mad about that, you know? It was not a big deal, but at the time it was a big deal to me, I didn't want change. Keep your first Midwest, give me my guy at Bank Calumet that I loved, right? Banks change, feelings change, our mood change. Culture changes so rapidly. I mean, we all feel that. Culture's changing so fast. Relationships change. Family dynamics change. This is a hard one. Imagine being a middle school student and your parents are yelling, arguing constantly, going to get a divorce. You don't know what tomorrow holds for you. You don't know who you're going to live with next year, what school you're going to attend next year. You don't know what side to take in this argument. Those are the kind of changes that are really hard to process, especially for a little kid or a middle schooler. Our lives are marked by change. Our world is in a constant state of change. It's just the reality. It's what it is. And as you know, I don't have to tell you this, you know, you feel it. Change can be hard, it can be a stress, it can cause fear and anxiety, right? If we always try to face it on our own, it can be daunting. But here's the good news today. I come bearing good news for you, church. We don't have to face it alone. We don't have to face change alone. In a world of constant change a world of stress and anxiety and turmoil and upheaval and trends and fads. There stands this steadfast figure, this unmovable, powerful, stoic, unshakable Jesus. He is unchangeable. It says the same yesterday, today, and forever. Aren't you glad about that? In a world of plastic, of Wi-Fi, of drive throughs of software updates, of disposable fashion, Jesus Never changes. Come on, somebody. That's something to get excited about, right? Jesus never changes. Everything's changing. You guys feel it, man. I'm not the only one that feels it. Everything's changing. But Jesus never changes. Malachi 3, six. I am the Lord. I do not change. James 1.7. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom, oh, here we go, there is no variation or shadow due to change. Here's a great quote from A.W. Pink, an old theologian. Jesus cannot change for the better, for he is already perfect. And being perfect, he cannot change for the worse. We may change Our feelings may change. Our opinions may change. Times may change. The world may change. Culture may change, but Jesus never changes. Nations rise, nations fall, but Jesus never changes. Presidents come, presidents go. Jesus never changes. Church buildings are erected, church buildings deteriorate. Jesus never changes. Pastors come, pastors resign. Jesus never changes. Throughout all of history, there's this one constant, and his name is Jesus. He's not varied an inch. He's not changed an ounce. Jesus Christ never changes. Seasons come, winter to spring, spring to summer, summer to fall. Jesus never changes. And here's my big takeaway for you. I don't want to just talk up in the clouds theology. I want to apply this to you today. Are you ready for this? This is going to speak to somebody. This certainly speaks to me. Change is real. Change happens whether we like it or not. Change is coming. But we can face change with faith and confidence if we are trusting in the one who does not change, In the one in whom there is no variation. Change is real. Change is coming. But we can face change with faith and and with confidence, if we are trusting in the one who never changes, Jesus never changes. And imagine if this was not true. It's a great idea, great concept, Mike. But what if this was not true? What if he did change? What if his mood changed? We would never know where we stand with him. We would be always on shaky ground. What does Jesus think of me today? What does God think of me today? I, this is a true story. I had a high school teacher. And I'll just say, I won't say her name, but I'll just say I think she was quite emotionally unstable. Every day in class, we never knew what we were going to expect. Maybe you have a teacher like that, right? What's today hold for me? Some days she was the nicest person in the world. Other days you just raise your hand for a question and the full weight and force of her fury would rain down upon you, right? And you wanted to just crawl out of the classroom, we never knew what it held for us. So we would go into class asking, what's her mood like today? Eggshells today. What do we do? We never knew. We were anxious, nervous to face her because some days it was great. Some days it was not. Always changing. Aren't you glad that Jesus never changes? Come on, somebody. Jesus never changes. If that one truth, truth was not there, wouldn't that rob us of our hope, of our joy? All is changing. Things change. Jesus never changes. We can know and you can know where you stand with him. That is not changing. On account of what he's done for you, it is grounded, it is secure, it is steel. Jesus never changes. And the passage says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same yesterday. So to understand who he is today, to experience Jesus today, we need to look at who he was yesterday See him in the past. What was he like yesterday? What was Jesus like back then in the old days? Well, he was selfless. He was full of love for sinners, as we see in the scriptures. The eternal son of God, it says, became fully man. He lived this perfect life. He died to save sinners from eternal divine wrath, and he rose from the dead, granting eternal life to all who believe in him. That's the kind of God he is. He proved to you, he loves you. He didn't just declare he loves you. He demonstrated it on the cross. He loves you. That's the Jesus of yesterday. And let me ask you guys, a little crowd interaction, all right? What are some qualities of Jesus that you admire, that you're thankful for, that you appreciate? What are some qualities that today really minister to you and bless you? Anyone? Patience. Patience? Great. Love. Love? Yes. Yes. Forgiveness, truth, friend, these are awesome, sacrifice, grace. Don't we love that about Jesus? These words are amazing. The Jesus of today really ministers to us. And those same qualities that we love about him today are the same ones he exhibited in our yesterday. Now, I don't know what your yesterday was like. We're all here. Every person here has a story, including me. We all have a story. We all have wounds and pains, right? I don't know what your yesterday held, um, but I can probably safely guess that your yesterday was difficult, that you faced some challenges, that you've had to overcome some burdens, that you were enduring change that you didn't know what to do with. Maybe that was your yesterday. And I know this, The same God that we love today was with you yesterday through that. Even if you didn't know it, even if you didn't feel it, you felt all alone. But somehow, by God's grace, you made it through yesterday and you are here today. You made it. Touch your neighbor say, neighbor, you made it. It was difficult. It was hard, but you made it. You're here. Aren't you glad you're here? Aren't you glad you're breathing? If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. You have life. You're blessed. We're all blessed beyond what we even understand. Jesus was with you yesterday. With you through all that pain. And I'm not one to try and minimize pain, man. It's real, and we felt it. It was incredible what some of us have had to overcome to be sitting here today. What I want to declare to you, the same God of today is the God of your yesterday. He was with you through that. Man, my yesterdays, were great, but some of my yesterdays were very, very difficult for me. Filled with sorrow, filled with depression. So many days I wanted to quit. Maybe you've been there just discouraged. Thoughts running through my mind about ending life kind of discouragement. Those are my yesterdays. And in those moments, it all seemed like everything was caving in all around me. I was overwhelmed. But what I didn't acknowledge or see was that Jesus was with me like a rock through those times, and I am here. And you've gone through some stuff, but what you don't understand, He was with you through it all, unchanging. He is your rock, He is your anchor. He is the unchanging God of your yesterdays. Jesus never changes. Aren't you glad He was with you in your yesterdays? Aren't you glad? He is the same yesterday and today, it says. And I think it's easy to forget this point. We see Jesus dying on the cross for us yesterday. In history, we see that, we acknowledge that. What we often fail to see is that Jesus currently is at the right hand of God in his role as our high priest. which is awesome. He, it says, always lives to make intercession for us, Hebrews 7, 25, he is praying for us. He is pleading our cause. He's reminding the Father that we are guiltless in spite of our sin. That's incredible. The unchanging God of your yesterday is also the unchanging God of your today. And there's some folks in this room who are going through a tough today, a difficult today. Health concerns maybe financial pain, kids that are worrying you and stressing you out. I work with students, and so many of the students that I have the privilege of serving have this inner wound, this inner pain that they can't even share with anybody. It's not even safe to talk about, they don't think. It's so deep. The cut is so real. And I want to say that he is not just the God of your yesterday but he's the unchanging God of your today. He's with you now, in that pain, in that wound. His grace flows downhill, even to that thing that you don't wanna talk about. In uncertain times of change, what do we need? We need certainty, and Jesus is that certainty. Let me read some verses over you. And if you're going through something today, man, I was preparing this, my heartbeat is for you right now. I know the heartbeat of Jesus is for you. I pray you would leave here blessed and encouraged by this truth. I think there's someone here he wants you to leave encouraged today. Let me read over you some passages. Hebrews 13, 5. I will never leave you or forsake you. Let that speak into your today wound. Romans 8:35. Nothing will separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Matthew 28:20, 20, Jesus says. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And that includes today. He's not forsaken you. He's not forgotten you. He's with you. John 16, In this world, you will have trouble. And maybe you're feeling that trouble right now. But oh, he says, take heart, be encouraged. I have overcome the world. Romans eight twenty eight all things all things work together for the good of those who love God it doesn't say all things are going to be easy it doesn't say we're going to understand all things but at some point in some way God has a plan it all is redeemed at some point in history all things work together to his plan to his end to his glory you can cling to these promises. These are written a long time ago. In our yesterday. In history's yesterday. Yet you can cling to them today. Why? Because Jesus hasn't changed. He hasn't changed his mind. Those promises that were written so long ago apply to you today. He is the unchanging God of your today. Jesus never changes. And here's the point I really want to express if you've been a Christian for a while, you might know that last verse I read, Romans eight twenty eight: All things work together for the good of those who love God, right? And when you're going through a hard time and you find yourself on the other side of it, over here, a hard time was yesterday, now it's today. It's not easy, but it's easier to see yesterday's hardship, to see yesterday's change through the lens of faith through the lens of trusting God, and you can maybe see little pieces of how God was working that all for your glory, for his glory, right? It's not easy. It takes faith, but it can be done. We can see yesterday, man, that horrible thing, that traumatic event, that difficulty. I can see how I wouldn't be who I am today without that. God redeemed that, made me stronger. On the other side of struggle is strength. I am stronger today because of that. And we can do that because on today, when we look at yesterday, we have what's known as perspective. We can see, okay, God was with me yesterday. But when we were in yesterday, we weren't feeling that, were we? It's much more difficult when it's currently the storm, when it's currently the trial. It's much more difficult to see God and to apply Romans 8.28 to this, right? Today is where it's difficult because we don't have that perspective But God's calling us, even today, as you're going through that thing that you don't know how you're gonna get through it, you don't know how God's gonna redeem this, to trust in him. This unchanging God of yesterday is also your God today. He's not moved, his promises have not budged one inch. He is the God of your today. Jesus never changes And this truth of an unchanging Jesus can give you hope today when all feels hopeless. Maybe you're here, if I had you raise your hand, you're like, yeah, it feels hopeless. I feel you. I've been there. I have stumbled through those doors in absolute pain, just asking God, speak to me today. Give me something, because I'm dying over here. And maybe that's somebody today. This unchanging truth of an unchanging Jesus can give you peace when all around you and all within you, Is filled with turmoil and unrest. Let me ask you guys, and let me ask myself, what are you holding on to as you weather the changes of today? As you weather the storms of today? What are you clinging to amidst all this craziness around us and within us? Is it your wealth? Your health? Your looks? Your relationships? Your religious work, your possessions, your business, your kids, your career? What's your anchor that's holding you steady in the midst of all this? In the craziness of today, I want to challenge all of us to cling to the unchanging Jesus. Let Him be your anchor. We need something strong, and our career's not going to cut it. Our clothes aren't going to cut it, our house is not going to cut it. We need Jesus. We can face today's changes with faith and confidence if we are trusting in the one who never changes. Jesus never changes. Aren't you glad Jesus never changes? He is the same yesterday, today, and it says, and forever. He's the God of our forever. He's the God of our tomorrow. All the promises about his return All the promises about our resurrected bodies and our eternal life, new heaven, new earth, no more death, no sin, no guilt, forever. All that will happen and we can bank on it. Why? Because Jesus never changes. If he says something, you know it's gonna happen. The man who walked out of the grave commands our attention, commands our respect. Jesus never changes. And without that, without an unchanging Jesus, how do we face tomorrow? How do we do it? I haven't figured that out. I haven't figured out how to live life apart from Jesus. I'm not strong enough. Because who knows what tomorrow holds. We can plan, we can invest, we can train and teach. All these things are really good things to do. But honestly, the truth is, we don't have as much control about tomorrow as we think. It's all in God's hands. And this is a powerful point. The comfort comes not in knowing what tomorrow holds, but in knowing the one who holds tomorrow. The comfort comes not in knowing what tomorrow holds, but in knowing the one who holds tomorrow. The confidence can come within us, within our souls, when we understand that tomorrow is in God's unwavering hand, unchanging hand, unshakable hand. He's in control. We can face the changes of tomorrow with faith and confidence if we are trusting in the one who never changes. Jesus never changes. Aren't you glad Jesus never changes? I'm going to ask the band to come on up as we close. He never changes. And if you're like me, maybe you're prone to worry. I won't have you raise your hand, but I'll raise my hand. I'm prone to worry. True story, I have to sleep with like an iPad, just watching videos and stuff, just to try and distract me from worry. As I lay in bed, I tend to worry. And this truth of an unchanging Jesus, of a God who does not waver, this truth speaks right to the heart of our worry, of our fear, of our anxiety. I've heard it said, worry doesn't change anything except your blood pressure. Worry is down payment on a problem we may never even have. And this truth of an unchanging God is a full-out assault on our worry. And to live worry-free is to live by faith. Faith that God's got this. I'm going to sleep well tonight because God's in control. He's in control. The unshakable Jesus helps us overcome worry and gives us courage for our tomorrows. We can face the changes of tomorrow with faith and confidence if we are trusting in the one who never changes. Jesus never changes. Aren't you glad Jesus never changes? In this fast-changing world, nothing seems dependable or permanent, but we need permanent. We need steady. We need dependable. Our kids need permanent. This generation needs something permanent. We need to build our life on something that isn't going to move, to adjust, to change with the winds, to waver. We need Jesus and Jesus never changes. The unchangeable Jesus is our foundation, our rock in a changing world. The unchangeable Jesus is our anchor in this sea of change. What our souls need is an anchor. Do they they not? Does anybody besides me feel that? My soul needs an anchor. I can't live like this. It's all changing and I can't have a soul that's like that. I need something grounding me to the ground, to reality, to truth, and that something is Jesus. Storms will come and you know, Jesus never promised to pull us from the storm, but he promised to be with us through the storm. He never promised a life free of change, but he promised to be our rock through the change. He anchors us. He is our foundation. He is that thing that we build our life upon. Jesus never changes. He is unmovable when we are movable. He is resilient when we give in. He is steady when we are constantly up and down. He is faithful even when we are faithless. He is calm when we are anxious. He is strong when we are weak. Jesus never changes. Can we just take a second and praise Jesus right now? Give him a hand. Say amen. That Jesus doesn't change. I don't know how we're gonna do this without him. He designed us to be so dependent on him. And the truth is we are, we are dependent. And if you don't feel you are, all it's gonna take is one phone call to get you to your knees. We need him. We need an anchor. We need Jesus. And thank God, Jesus does not change. Change will come in your life. It won't ask you whether you want it to come or not. It won't ask your opinion. It's gonna come. Bank on it count it and for some of you you're feeling that it's coming, it's here but Jesus will be unchanging through it all he is the God who was and is and is to come he is the alpha and the omega he is our beginning and our end he is the same yesterday today and forever, Jesus doesn't change Change is real, but we can face change with faith and confidence if we are trusting in the one who never changes. Jesus never changes. Can you say it with me, church? Jesus never changes. Change may come, but Jesus never changes. Who knows what tomorrow holds, but Jesus never changes. Presidents will come. Presidents will go, but Jesus never changes. I hope that sinks into your soul today, into your heart today. I hope that finds its way into your deepest wounds today. May God use this truth in all of us. May we leave here impacted, leave here with courage, ready to face tomorrow, knowing we don't know what it holds, but we know who holds it, amen? And that's Jesus, and he does not change.